0: welcome to the dessert mommy podcast i'm Lindsay, your host and the ceo of dessert mommy this podcast and brand was inspired by my love for all things sweet follow me through the city of phoenix as i discover all it has to offer that's rich decadent gooey and gooey my intention is to uncover the best spots to satisfy your sweet tooth while highlighting my fellow small business owners and their voyage to success. We'll talk a little bit about life, business, health and fitness, and a lot about dessert. I'll share what it's like to be an entrepreneur in multiple facets of business and how to balance that with everyday life. Now let's get into the show. What's up, dessert mommies and daddies? I am here to talk about dessert today. So when I started this show, I didn't realize I was going to kind of put on my coach's hat. And it's funny, as this whole podcast has developed, I went to what was comfortable, and I went to what I know, and that's coaching. And The first couple of episodes kind of turned into a self-development podcast on accident. And I think that's okay because truthfully, I've been thinking about putting something out there like this for years, and that is what I had always leaned into. Those are the types of episodes that I traditionally listen to. I listen to a lot of female entrepreneurs, I listen to self-development, I listen to coaching and mentor type podcasts. So that's just what was comfortable for me. But this is the Dessert Mommy show. And I want to be able to do both. So if you stick around for this entire episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the end about what I plan to do in order to incorporate both of my worlds and if you listen to last week's episode with my first guest, Alicia, she is the prime example of the type of person that I love to talk to because she gets both of my worlds. But I do want to give you guys Phoenix Locals. I do want to continue finding those small business owners, the farmer's market regulars, the people who are creating things out of their kitchen, and I want to bring that here to showcase them whether every other episode is an interview or I have some type of dessert content on here. So just just bear with me. Hopefully someday, years from now, I will be able to look back on these first few episodes and say, well, I started somewhere. But for all of my dessert lovers, this episode is for you. So whether you're in Phoenix or not, I am going to talk today, give a little brief rundown of Everything, not everything, that's not true, of some of my favorite spots that I've tried so far. So, we're going to kick things off with urban cookies. And urban cookies is something that I had actually been hearing about for years. So, this is my third summer living in Phoenix. We moved here in March of 2021. And I love dessert, I love food, but I don't eat out a whole lot and when I decided to go on this Dessert Mommy mission, there were a couple of places that a lot of my regular clients at my part-time job had told me I needed to try and Urban Cookies was definitely at the top of the list. When people find out I'm a cookie lover and they had heard that I hadn't been to Urban yet, they were like, uh, ma'am, what are you doing? So Urban Cookies is in Midtown. They have cookies, cupcakes, cookie bars, um, and there's more stuff there. It is a really cute, small little shop. And I what I loved about this place, first of all, the smell when you walk in. I mean, what smells better than fresh baked cookies? Not a lot, if you ask me. So I tried a couple of things that day, and this was one of the first places that I tried in this Dessert Mommy Mission, and I got a couple of things, and I remember that day because I got to my car, and y'all, I could not wait. I I had to try a couple things in my car because I was so excited, and one of the things I tried, I got a dipped chocolate graham cookie with sea salt, and there was another cookie that I got. I'm not going to lie. I cannot remember which one it was, but the cookies themselves, so if you know me, I am a soft, underbaked, gooey cookie type of girl. However, the more cookies that I try and the more desserts that I try, I realize that every texture and consistency definitely has its place. And what I liked about the cookies from Urban is that they were soft, had crispy edges, and they seemed to be cooked Just right, or baked just right. So, the dipped cookies I think they have two different types of dipped cookies the chocolate graham sea salt. I mean, sea salt and chocolate it's just the best combination because you get that sweet, you get that salty, and it's the perfect bite every bite. I also tried the peach berry corn cake cupcake, which, if you follow me on Instagram, I did a review on this one. I'm not a huge cupcake girl. Cupcakes are just okay, but the fact that it was a corn cake cupcake, you guys, it had this cornbread consistency, it had berries inside, and the it had a cream cheese frosting on top. It was so moist, so decadent. It was honestly one of the best cupcakes I've ever had, which is very fitting because Urban Cookies actually won cupcake wars in 2011. And I think that's really how they got their big start. Um, So I thought that was a really cool little fact to throw in there. Now, my favorite thing from Urban Cookies was the salted caramel nut bar. Oh, I cannot, it honestly, I can't even put into words how delicious this thing was. It was the size of a slice of a brownie. It had a shortbread bottom it was topped with pecans, almonds, and sunflower seeds, which I thought was – I loved the, the salty, crunchy combo that you get from the nuts and the seeds. But then it had this rich layer of salted caramel. It was so dense. I mean, I picked this thing up, and it was like a brick. But the minute I bite into it, I mean, your teeth just sink right through this cookie bar. It was It was so good. And I think about that cookie bar – often. So, if you're a Phoenix local and you haven't been to Urban Cookies, what are you waiting for? The second thing on the list of my top 5 favorites, I'm going to talk about Prep and Pastry. So, Prep and Pastry is in Old Town Scottsdale. It's a super cute brunch spot. So, it's definitely the type of place that you can go for a whole meal. They have a full menu, um, you know, they have things like scrambles, they have French toast, they have other types of breakfast and stuff like that. But what I got, I went with some girlfriends and we all tried a couple of different pastries. So we tried this cinnamon roll, which I mean, come on, a cinnamon roll. It was perfect. It was really, really soft and moist. There wasn't too much cream cheese on top. Um, the center had that nice doughy Just slightly underbaked, but not too underbaked. If, like, when it comes to brownies and cookies, I definitely want those to be underbaked. But when it comes to things that are doughy, I don't want it to be sticky. And it seemed like this cinnamon roll just had the perfect consistency. Now, we also tried the Fluffer Nutter donut. Again, I am not a huge donut girl. Like if there's a box of donuts there and there is an apple fritter or a Boston cream, I'm probably going to go for one. Otherwise donuts, I can kind of take them or leave them. But the fluffernutter donut, it was so good. It had, um, nutter, I guess on the inside. I, I guess clearly that's what it's called. And then it had like, a, it was a sugar coating on the outside, super soft and really airy. You kind of tear it open and it had this nice, light airiness to it. The donut I would definitely get again. My favorite pastry from their pastry cabinet, if you will, was their seasonal strawberry scone. I'm a sucker for a good scone. I like scones because I I love all the dough. Now, Sometimes scones can be known to be a little dry, but this one, y'all, it was so moist. It had that crumbly consistency on the inside, but it was so moist and soft with every single bite. Honestly, I was shocked at how how moist it was. Say moist again. <laughs> um, I think they do different flavors for different seasons. And the cute thing about this place, it is definitely like an influencer's dream. You walk in and it's got really, really high ceilings. It's really bright and light in there. And at the front, you can order coffee pastries. So I went to the front before we sat down for our brunch and I looked at all the options. So I knew what to order right away. And I loved that I went with friends so I could try a couple of different things. So that's definitely the type of place to get your girlfriends, go out for brunch, everybody share a couple of different pastries. And then, of course, I had to get my own entree. And I already knew I wanted to get something sweet. So I tried their French toast. They have a couple of different types of French toast. But I got the French toast with blueberry preserves and lemon glaze, and it was made with a brioche, but the brioche was so soft and thick, and the blueberry-lemon combo was, I mean, it was, it was chef's kiss. It was also a pretty hearty serving, so I only ate half and I was able to take the other half home for the next day. So I highly recommend prep and pastry for your next brunch outing. You will not regret it. Number three on my list of favorites is Tres Leche's Cafe. Okay, how did nobody tell me about Pendulce? How did I not know about Pendulce? So Pendulce is um, like a Mexican sweetbread, and you can get all different kinds of styles and flavors. Um this particular cafe is downtown. And they're also known for their coffee and their coffee drinks. I think they have horchata and stuff like that. But I didn't get any coffee that day. I went in for just some baked goods and I took it home to enjoy. I tried four different things. I tried a strawberry concha, which was, again, like the dough. I can't even explain how light and airy the dough is. You look at this pastry in the cabinet and I expected it to be heavy because it was so big, but I picked it up and it was light, it was fluffy, and it had this little kind of strawberry flavoring on top. And even though I do love sweets, I can appreciate something that's toned down. And I think the bread itself being so light and sweet was just enough that it, it didn't need anything else on top of it or inside of it. Now I say that. But the other concha I got was a caramel-filled concha. Now, this one, it was – honestly, it was phenomenal. It had this very light kind of caramel cream filling, and they're all coated with sugar on top. And again, you you pull the bread apart, and it just – it's so light, and it's just the right amount of sweetness – I will definitely be going back there because it was it was too good, and I think about these conchas all the time. Um, the last thing I tried was the apple pie empanada, exactly what it sounds like. Love a good empanada. They're really small. It The apple pie filling had a little bit of that tartness to it. The apples were really, really soft. You got that cinnamon sugar flavor when you bite right into it, and the outside was cooked to perfection. It was nice and crispy. It had this crunchy kind of dough that you bit through and the combination of all the different textures and flavors. So good. Um, I know I said I got four things, but I can't lie. I do not remember the fourth thing I got. (laughs) This is the problem with waiting, uh, months or weeks after I've tried places to give a review. So I promise this will get better. I'll refine my dessert reviews as we go on. So just hang in there with me. So two more to talk about, and these two are down in the Chandler area, um, and ironically, they're in the same plaza, so they're right next to each other. The first one is called Somi Somi. So I had been hearing about taiyaki, I believe that's how you say it, and I think this is just the style of dessert. So it is a Korean-inspired dessert shop. They have fish-shaped waffle cones. They're completely customizable. It's soft serve ice cream. And I got a combination of cookies and cream and ube swirl. If you know me, you know how I feel about ube. Um, They let me top it with some Bishkoff cookie crumbles. I got it in the fish waffle cone, which I thought was just really cute and really unique. And I love that the waffle cone was really small, so it didn't feel like I was eating a ton of cone because I went there for the ice cream. But I really liked how that the waffle cone was cooked. It wasn't too crunchy or crispy, but it was cooked all the way through. It wasn't a lot of dough. It was kind of a thin layer. And then they also give you this really cute little mini macaroon on the side. I got a strawberry one. I enjoyed it in my car because... It's a million degrees in Phoenix, and there was no way it was going to make it home with me. This dessert shop is really small, you know, kind of your standard soft serve or like ice cream spot, but it's really bright. The walls are all white. Um, The person helping me was very, very friendly, and he gave great recommendations and kind of walked me through the process. But you can just take a look at the menu, and it makes it really easy to customize your dessert however you want. Now, my favorite – this place is my favorite – purely because of how many different treats were available. So 85 Degrees Bakery is also down in Chandler, and it is right next to Somi Somi. This is like the Mecca of pastries. Um, This bakery is actually a chain. So it was founded in 2003, Um, and they have now over a thousand locations worldwide and we're lucky enough to have one here in Phoenix. I got five things because like y'all, I will also say this place, everything is so inexpensive. And that was the CEO who founded it. That was his idea. He wanted great pastries and great coffee. I didn't try their coffee, but they're also known for their coffee, um actually that's what 85 degrees stands for. I believe 85 degrees is the perfect temperature of which they think a coffee a cup of coffee should be brewed at. Um which I thought was really cool and really cute and the coffee smelled really good when you walk in. There are a few small tables. You walk into this bakery, there's some tables over to the left. Their coffee menu is Nice and bright, right in the front. But then, if you hook a right, it is just rows of different trays of desserts, and they're all labeled. You grab a cafeteria style tray when you walk in, everything is individually wrapped. So, they make it really, really easy for you to try all of these things. I was lucky enough to run into a girl who was super friendly, and she definitely looked like she comes there frequently because. She knew exactly what she was going for. Um, She gave me some great recommendations. So I will also say that it seems like the people there are just so excited to eat the pastries. Um, And I'm sure the workers are just as friendly and helpful as well. So I tried a handful of different desserts that day. So I started off with the pineapple cake. So this pineapple cake, it's really small. It's about three, two or three inches long. And about an inch deep, but it's this dense sweet, just what it sounds like. It's almost like a pineapple upside down cake. I, am not going to lie, I ate that bad boy in the car on the way home. (laughs) I could not wait uh, to get it home to try it. So that went down the hatch real quick. I would definitely try that again. And they had some other small cakes about that size in different flavors that I will definitely go back for. The next thing I got was the taro puff pastry. You guys, taro, ube, anything with the purple yams or the purple deliciousness, it's right up my alley. The taro puff pastry, it had this beautiful, shiny exterior. It was super moist throughout and it had a little uh sesame seed topping, which you can really taste, but I just thought it was a nice little texture addition. When I tell you these all everything that I ate there all of the buns all of the pastries were the softest not like they were moist but they were more just soft. You pulled them apart and I mean it was it was the perfect consistency for a pastry. So next I tried the ube bread. It was so beautiful. It had a this cute purple stripe like in the dough on the exterior side of the dough. And then the inside it was the brightest most stunning purple ube color I have ever seen. It just, I don't know, it just brings me joy when I see the inside of a pastry looking so inviting. And the bread was a little chewy, a little soft, and it wasn't too sweet. It was another one of those kind of toned down pastries where the ube really got to be the star and it got to speak for itself because nothing else was overpowering. It was just kind of light And not too sweet. And that's why I really loved it. The next thing I got was the Hokkaido. I think I said that right. The custard bun. And I mean, custard inside of a bun. Boston cream pie is like my favorite kind of donut. I love custard in any form. So this one was definitely top tier. But again, nothing was too sweet. It was just. It was almost like nothing had too much added sugar to it. They didn't want to take it over the top because the bread really speaks for itself. And then the last thing I tried there was the milk pudding bun. The inside had a thick, creamy consistency, and it paired really, really well with the soft dough. These things so far are definitely some of my favorites that I've tried on my Dessert Mommy journey. Now I've tried some other places, I've got some other interviews lined up with some small business owners, and I really do want to share more dessert with you guys. And truthfully, I really didn't know how to do that at first. And what I think I'm going to do, if you're listening all the way up until this point, I would love your feedback. So after you listen, tag me on your story, send me a DM, send me a text message. I would love to hear what you think. And... What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to implement a segment at the end of every episode, and it's going to be my sweet talk. So I'm going to review anything that I've tried in the last week. I want to make sure I can still incorporate desserts. I want to talk about some of the places, shout out some of the owners that I've met. And then every once in a while, I'll do a longer review episode just like this one where I can talk about. All of the things that I've tried, but I do want to give you guys what I promised, and that was dessert. So, again, I would appreciate your feedback. Um, I do still want to keep talking about some of the other things that I've been talking about, kind of my journey through figuring out what the heck I'm doing with a podcast and what I'm doing with Dessert Mommy and what I want it to become. And I love that I can use this show to kind of document that process. And hopefully you love it too. So if you're here for the personal development, stick around. I'm still going to be doing that. If you're here for more dessert stuff, I got you. I want to do both. And I think that is the beautiful thing about figuring things out from the ground up is that it doesn't have to be your, – your vision can change. Your vision can always change. It can be edited. It can be something new. So – That's the whole point is that I'm not letting the fact that the first three episodes had nothing to do with dessert stop me. We're just going to keep trucking along and I'm going to let you guys kind of guide me to what you want to hear. Because I think combining my two worlds is what I truly wanted to do in my heart. And when I started this show, I didn't realize that that's where things were going to go. So anyways love your feedback. Like I said, tag me on your story, send me a DM, shoot me a text. Let me know what you think about a little sweet talk segment at the end of every episode. And I'll sprinkle in some full blown dessert reviews here and there just like this one today. Make sure you like subscribe, share, write a review, do all of those things. And don't forget that life is always sweeter when you say yes to dessert.